T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein at Homes. Middays 10 a.m. till 2. I don't care what quarterback you are. If you're surrounded by a pile full of goo, at some point the goo is going to goo. And it's done that in multiple games where Fields has put them in position. And, oh, look at that. Well, here's how the drive would be sustained. I'm going to roll out and make this dime throw, and this guy's going to drop it. Or I'm going to roll out and make this game-winning throw, and our best receiver drops it. Or I'm going to lead us down the field in the last-second attempt to win this game, and the guy doesn't follow the rules of the team and doesn't get out of bounds. He has the ball taken from him. If you need the game-winning drives from Justin Fields, they are all around you. But you have to admit that the reason why those game-winning drives weren't fulfilled wasn't because of him. Bernstein at Holmes on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Happy Lazy Monday, because that's what this is. That's what we're calling it? Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a Horizon Therapeutics Bears Monday here on the score of the Bursting at Home show, but you don't have to, like, get up and at them today. You're not racing to work. You're not putting on makeup and, you know, making sure that you've got your workout clothes with you and your briefcase. You can just kind of hang today, because it's a technically it's a, it's a holiday, right? Right. So we get a comp day. Yeah. Right, I mean, like when you come here and you see downstairs how the how the security desk is set up, like it's clearly a holiday. That's, I, that was new to me. So that's like a weekend thing, and I and I and I tapped in, and they're like, no, 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 you got to come over here because the the person's yeah. here to make sure you are who you say you are and all that. I'm like, okay, I get it now. You know, there's there's no suits here. The the all the lights that turn off automatically are still dark in a lot of the hallways. It's it's cool. So everybody can just kind of ease back in. And I guess I'm projecting a little bit because I'm still I'm still half in Baja. I'm whew, well, as you should be. That from what you described, Dan, man, that trip seems amazing. Man, I'm telling you, we were very, very, very lucky to have had the opportunity to do something like this. And I don't know if, if I'm ever going to stay in a place like this again. You should you should make it a point to stay in a place like that again. Yeah, I got to make it a point to get another job. But well, yeah, <laughs> but, but man, that's that's it's pretty special. And and you can't you really it's hard to put a price tag on stuff like that when 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 both you know there's especially not having little kids right when your kids are totally independent and can do whatever they want and if he's if he and the other guys are hey we're gonna get a cab we're gonna go into town go ahead man you know don't be stupid don't don't lose a kidney or whatever you're gonna do just go ahead we'll be here at the pool drinking tequila 
Did everyone do well with their autonomy in another yeah. country? Yeah, everybody. It was. It was. Everything just made so easy. And when you can sit overlooking the Sea of Cortez, and it's so beautiful, and just you have have a, a little breakfast in the room, and I'm sitting there having like the best fresh fruit I've ever had in my life, and all these freshly squeezed juices, and sitting on a patio, and oh, there's a whale uh, over there. What's that? That's a whale. There's a, you know, he's over there. Little spout, little jump. It just it's just your morning. It's no different than you know. Here you see a squirrel. There. Oh, it's a, it's a humpback whale, you know, but it was just really, it's, uh, I'm, I'm still kind of mentally half there. Didn't, didn't you also have to fall for the hustle of the sea lions too? When you, when the, when the fishing boat comes in and the sea lions have their little tourist town side hustle where they know the boats have extra live bait in their live well, which is at the back of the boat to the stern. So they'll, they'll come up to a little platform at the back and make doggy eyes. You're like, Look at me! I'm a sea lion. I'm so cute. Come here, do you have any fish? <laughs> and you're like, Nah, we don't. We, we used it all. We don't have it. Like, all right, fine. I'm gonna go to the next boat. <laughs> 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 they, they've, they've got then all a, of a sudden they sound like Selma from Nightcore. Right, they, they've, they, they've got a whole racket going on. But, but just like that was was really cool. And and you know what you, you you go by Cabo Wabo. They're the famous Cabo Wabo Cantina. How old Sammy Hagar is now? Do we, 70, right? 75. Is he 75? He's 75. He's 75. I can't drive. <laughs> like it's, the dude is 75. And it makes the whole bit kind of funny now, like kind of adorable now. Like the hard rocking, I got my own tequila brand, the red rocker. It's just like, okay, it's 930 and. Now it's time for bed. Hey, him making that choice, though, a few decades ago, what a life, right? Where you say, hey, I'm going to build here. Yep. And I'm going to be here. I like it here. So enjoy. I've, I've been there. I've, I've had, yeah. had a night at Cabo Wabo. And he's apparently there a lot. Yeah. He was there the night I was there. Re- yeah. Well, you know what? He, he Good for him. I guess. And he's still on billboards and you still you get to the airport. There's a picture of him from like 20 years ago. And yeah, I, I, why not? Why? why not? I mean, look, look at the time that you had. If you were in a position to have that type of time every night, you would. You go there and you go, man, this is great. Um, you're done with Ricky Renteria Ceviche, though, right? For a while. I've had a lot of ceviche. Took a cooking class and learned how to make idealized ceviche of, of blue shrimp and locally caught grouper and made tuna tartare and uh, salt-crusted prime mm. beef tenderloin. I had a fish called a compachi where they, they cut the whole thing in Is half. Is that one of the ones you caught? No, we caught bonito. Okay. A lot of it. A lot of the, the uh, bonito. We had like 10 pounds of fillets. And then we brought it back. I'm like, oh, well, we'll prepare this as part of your dinner. And that was another ceviche. And these wonderful grilled chunks of bonito as part of the on the grill on the beach with the wood charcoal and the ribeye steaks. I mean, it's just the gym was fabulous. I, I know wor- that that's very important for you when you go on vacation. I worked out every day. Great. Every that's, single day. I mean, on, like it's a weird thing, but honestly, that's a perfect thing for vacation because you can work out without the pressure of, I've only got 45 minutes and then I got to 
you know, jump in the shower and then I got to head over to the the office and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You can just kind of take your time and enjoy. It's a beautiful thing about vacations. And then at one point in the, I was in the gym with three of the exact same woman. Like they were triplets? Or? No, it's like whoever, if, if this resort were a video game, whoever designed the NPCs got lazy and just started copy pasting. And so they all ended up on the elliptical next to you. The moms, the dads, the kids. And I, I look around and I'm, wait, isn't she over there? Wait, how is she? It was a Matrix thing. I'm like the same black Lululemon <laughs> racerback top, the same like blonde, blondish ponytail with the same ponytail holder, all sitting at Cybex machines, all tapping on the same phone. But wait, this is. I, 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 it was a total glitch in the matrix. Were there any more U's there? Oh, there probably, that weren't Bernstein's. There, there were probably yes, there were a million of me. Okay, because I mean, this was a family thing, yes. so obviously there were some similarities. But, but the, this was like every family. You're doing, everybody's doing the Spider-Man thing. Everybody is doing the Spider-Man. I was like, wait, wait a second. You, you, oh, you got one of those too. That one of those kids that looks like that, and one of the kids like all all the boys had the same like hair thing, and wore the same sweatshirts. And I was like, this is this is it got it was it was very strange. I'm glad that you had a good time. A texter asked a really good question: What was the name of the place in case someone else wants to go to a place like this? Uh, it's it's the Esperanza, is what it's called. And all I can tell you is, when you look at it on their website, it's it's the opposite of most resorts. Where it looks great on the website, and oh. then you get there, it's like, oh, this has been totally idealized. No, it looks even better in person than it does on the website. Isn't, it's just you can't believe it. Was there? It, it, it's very art forward, correct? Is is that what? It, it's it's the company's the the Auberge Resort. There there was originally one in Napa, and this is there. It's a company. This is their other one, I think, and it's they're always redoing lighting. It's like a movie set where they always want you to turn your head and see something you haven't seen before. Even if it's the same restaurant on a different night, it'll be lit completely differently. Everything will be designed. It is, it, if you're if you're conscious of design, it's amazing. And if you're not, and you don't care anyway, it just you sort of feel it without even being aware of it. But the only thing is, it's very vertical. So if you, unless you want to ride golf carts the whole time. It is your. It, it's very much mountainside, walking very much straight up, straight down to get to the various pools and places and things. So, it but is. that was okay because wasn't there like you? You had like trails to do. Well, there. That's another part of it too. Is there? They have their own desert nature preserve for you if you want to take. Uh, do there's various hiking loops that you can take. So we saw eleven different species of birds. Because my my brother in law is a real advanced birder and has is that an ornithologist? I mean, or is that someone who treats birds? An ornithologist is a, is a bird scientist. Okay, but he's I mean he just he just knows and took pictures and identified all these different things that I would never have seen. But yeah, whew. but uh, we got it. This was like a whole thing, man. Like. I, I mean, I, I'm sure that there are probably people listening to the Bernstein Home Show, maybe even for the first time, and they're going, I thought Dan was supposed to hate everything. Mm. And now they're listening, it's like happy Dan. We oh. were calling you Dan Mexico. <laughs> supposed to Ron Mexico? Yes. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, we I, were saying I, that Dan Mexico was out there enjoying himself. I didn't pick up any anything horrible like that. All right, good. But you got to Oof. fish, you got to work out, 
You got to eat ceviche. You got to drink, drink, drink. And, and sleep. The, I mean, there's like a body pillow. And I, I told my wife, I'm like, I don't even. You go over there. You on that. You're on that. You're like side. I don't even like you. Like, get out. Get out of here. It wasn't. It wasn't my Stan Van Gundy body pillow. That the only thing that would have been perfect is if they had the Alejandro Kirk body pillow and the Stan Van Gundy body pillow waiting for me. Well, now that like that's the next thing. Like when you go back to the Esperanza, uh, I I would I would die if when you opened up the room there's an Alejandro Kirk body <laughs> right. pillow for you. Yes, welcome back, sir. <laughs> we. We got word from your radio show that you were a big fan of Alejandro Kirk. We have had this body pillow made for you by the by the local de- the the designers and the local artisans from the hills. They have made this for you. And guess what? Thursday, Alejandro's just going to be here himself, and he's he has agreed that he will just be your body pillow. He'll just be here in the bed, in between you and. Okay. All right, might be a little much, but, but thanks. <sighs> yeah, I keep looking down, thinking there's a drink here. And, and I mean, we can we can make that no. happen if you, if you really wanted to treat this like a, no. a New Year's no. show. No, because then it all comes crashing down when you got to watch the Bears. So let's let's get to what I think is now we've reached the end of the beginning. I really do. I, I think that's with second, a resounding thud yesterday. That second quarter and that third quarter for me was a planting of the flag. That was a realization of the, we have reached the end of the beginning and what that means for this final game and everything else. We'll get into that next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a final here in Detroit. The Detroit Lions, 41. And the Bears, 10. Yeah, yeah, that was... 34 unanswered points by Detroit. Playing a desperate team that played like a desperate team, it made things look even worse for the, with the level of effort that the Bears showed inside that game. I think that's well put. I also think that when you listened to this show in August, and we talked about what this season was going to be when we saw what the roster was, when we saw what the salary cap allocations were, what did we say? 
We said if you're going to pile up wins, do it early. If you're going to get a surprising amount of wins and you want to have an upset crazy season, you better get it early before the injuries start. Before the attrition happens because the this roster doesn't have – it barely has a 22. And now once you start to get into the depth, any sort of attrition was going to make this roster look even worse than what it looked like at the beginning of the season on paper. And we are at the point of the season. I think I said something to the effect of – the middle of the season would be bad. The end of the season will likely be unwatchable on their way to three or four wins. This is where we are. This A lot of this was baked in. And even, even the ugly and even the being angry about the ugly was expected. This is how it looks when you tank a season. And I think we're there. And by that, I mean you start Peterman on Sunday. Okay, that's, so that's it. So that's you, it. you don't you don't want Fields to go for the record. Nope. You don't want nope. Fields to go run a package of plays and nope. try to get Chase Claypool nope. comfortable. No, nope. no, nope. I I don't. I, I I don't want them to accident into a win. Mm. You you don't get this close. Oh, okay. So your your concern isn't it's both that Fields will get hurt. It, it, it's both. It's both. Prime. I think my primary concern is not screwing up the value of this season. You can't get this far and then end up with the fourth pick. You can't. I mean, it's been, I, I don't see it happening. I just, Dan, when I, I look at what we saw yesterday and I, I, I haven't been able to say this about Matt Eberflus's teams throughout this season. That was, that was a quit job. Oh, sure was. It was bad. It, it was bad. I mean, most of these games, we're seeing a team that continues to fight. Yesterday, we saw incredibly half-hearted business decisions being made by defenders who were out there to tackle, and you just didn't see a good effort. And so, I've been of the... I kind of side with Justin when it comes to the idea of, well, I need the experience, and the experience... Matt Eberflew said the only way that he's going to get experience is to play in these games. I've I've been on that side of it until yesterday because now I am worried that if if you have a Vikings team that's even just playing for seeding and wants to put a good performance out there because they got skunked yesterday by Green Bay, if you can't match the intensity, somebody's going to get hurt. And you saw inside of the game yesterday that Justin Fields, even on the moments where he's having these incredible runs, he's going to the blue tent. He's getting the Theragun out. They're working on his hips. They're working on his hamstrings. He's like, dehydrated again. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there's all of this stuff. And if, if the rest of the guys aren't going to play to the same level, then I, I do find myself going, eh, maybe it makes more sense to not play him. Make up whatever you got to make up. If you got to call it an injury, if you got to say that he's in the concussion protocol, whatever you think is best to not play him. There's there's so many more reasons to not at this point. I I, I he needs 63 yards though. 63 yards. That's a lot. I'm cu- yeah, I, I was joking with the guys about this yesterday and thanks everyone who watched the football after show on NBC Sports Chicago. I'm curious what what FanDuel is going to set the number at for rush yards for him next week if we know he's going to play. Because the record, he gets the record at 63 yards. 
what do you set it at? 70? After you saw what he did on Sunday? And it's like, just like that. He had 104 rush yards in the first quarter of the game. But then all of the other stuff kept happening where you had an offensive line that they didn't give any resistance at all. He ends up getting sacked a million times inside the game. The receivers had the receivers had three catches yesterday. And we know that this receiving group is bad, but they only had three catches yesterday. I thought there were some really cool moments for Cole Komet. And I think that he is, he is like found a space on this team. Yeah, he's. I we know what he is and what he isn't, though. They can still upgrade that position, though. He's a Y. Yep. If you want to find the Ys, you found a Y. They need a move tight end that he is not, and he does have value, and he's going to have red zone value, and and he he can block, and it's it, that is a position that takes some time to learn. But he's, I, I he's not an athletic, natural hands catcher yeah like the one that he dropped a tight end is trained on that one to grab it out here make the hands catch you pull it in and you land with a thud you don't try to like reach and then you're not a wide out you, you got you got to make that catch and land hard there are little things like that and he can work on it and I know I know he's gonna get the most out of his his abilities. I just think that he's capped at at a an inline solid tight end. He could be an above average Y, which is a contributor to a really good team. Now that we're at the end of the beginning, what happens next? The offseason. And and you you get as high a pick as you can, and you begin to wade into your free agency by really coldly assessing your numerous needs. And it's 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 going to take more than a year to rebuild a front seven, but we we will begin looking at this team through a very different lens starting next year for our expectations and everything else. But here they are, where we thought they would be, right. Where you weren't looking at this team is going to surprise anyone or end up in a, in a playoff chase or anything like that. Like that's the thing that I find um, I, I find most interesting about this, and I give a lot of credit to Justin Fields for surviving this. Damn, this is one of the worst rosters I've ever seen. Yes, it's it, this may be the worst NFL front seven. Like, like it's they 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 can't do anything. Except get blocked. They never disengage from blocks. They get blocked, they stay blocked. There's no upfield pressure. And they can't move laterally. The the whole I, I was writing down stuff yesterday and I'm like, look, the offensive line, it, you're you're gonna try and replace every single one of those guys. You're gonna let Tevin Jenkins compete, but you're gonna try to upgrade. All of those positions. Like, think about what it is that they have to get done over the next two years. You've got to rebuild your front seven on defense. And you've got to rebuild your offensive line. I do think that there's going to be opportunities for them, depending on how they approach having the number two or maybe even the number one pick in the draft, that there should be opportunities for them to trade back and continue to get more valuable players. That being said, I I am concerned 
with some of the evaluation stuff that we've seen from Ryan Poles. Your your third round grade on Valus Jones, for example, that's upsetting to me. Maybe not paying enough attention to the fact that Chase Claypool was available and looking like you got rooked on the deal because he hasn't been able to catch on. And Justin Fields was talking about it and he's been injured and he said, look, we got to have him out there early in the week too so that he gets as many reps as possible. The fact that he's been here, what, two months now and hasn't caught on or when you see him in routes and he's not getting separation, he's not offering a target, there is part of me that wants Getsy to design an offense, a package for Justin for next week where it's we're going to chase Claypool. Like he's, he's the primary read on everything that we do. We're going to get the ball in his hands. We're going to see if he can make some plays. See if we can work on getting that chemistry together for you guys. But I understand your point where they'll have a whole offseason to work on that. And maybe if there's better players around all of them, then all of them will get better. This this is bottom. This is what bottom looks like. Don't make it worse. I don't trust this line to protect well enough to have that package of Justin Fields plays for Claypool be valuable. I don't. Too That's much fair of, enough. Too many of those plays are going to get blown up and, and off. He was sacked seven times by a terrible pass rush. And yeah, and they weren't able to to score points against a defense that's really bad. Right, uh, that's, that, that they I'm, easily scored points against a month ago. I'm ready to be done with the 2022 season. Okay, whatever you want to call this last game, make this next game the start of next year, and whatever you want to say about Justin Fields, say it. But you can't get this far and not get your shot at the top overall pick. Do you think that Matt Eberflus? If we had an honest moment with him, he would be disappointed by what happened yesterday. Yes, I do. I think I think he while understanding this year, any coach wired the way we know coaches are is going to feel embarrassed about that performance yesterday. Because there there was too much quit. Even though the players are all these players are going to be gone. But Jaquan Brisker didn't have a real good game either with his eyes. Like he's he's still he, the eye discipline stuff with him and and he's got to work through it he's 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 got to learn he's got to get a better sense and this is a this is a rookie who had he had, he had a bad day and rookies have bad days but I think there's I think there's no question that both things can be true that Matt Eberflus can be completely aware of what this is and what everyone knows it is and also be embarrassed that his team didn't play hard because that's his thing being tagged with as the head coach knowing the job that you walked into, but having next to your name three and 13, probably three and 14 record, which obviously the bears have never had. um, Then you add in a franchise high losing streak, nine game losing streak, like all of that being on your resume. It's no fun, but we knew it was coming. Right, right. And, and I, I know that that's what he signed up for, or I imagine that he understood but I, I still felt bad yesterday watching him kind of work through it and seeing that he didn't get the best effort from his guys. Like that he's been defending them all season. He's been talking about, hey, we we know who we are. We're we're gonna be tough. And then they just went out there and were like, eh, eh gonna go to Cabo soon. So they they were playing like they had the tequila drink in their hand. 
I, I didn't realize this because um, yesterday I was talking to the guys about it. Lance brought it up, and it's something to keep in mind. He said that part of the reason why you're going to see guys do this thing, like, like some of them quit and everything, is because you don't want to end up on IR at the end of the season. Why? Because you have an obligation to then be at the facility as you rehab. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Yes. Or else, you're on their dime uh-huh. because if you're using their resources to get better, then you're tethered to the office. Yep. He said, so that's, he's like, if you're looking for a reason, that's part of the reason. The guys don't want to end their season on IR because they can't leave. But then everyone says when you're not trying to get hurt, that's when you get hurt. Maybe. All I know. You're trying not to get hurt. I got to move the, the syntax around a little bit. All I know is that those guys got ran over by DeAndre Swift yesterday. When we come back, I want to talk about the, what they're saying about Dante Pettis and the the lie of all of the NFL's concussion protocol that may need a a, a radical reinterpretation. That's next. Bernstein and Holmes on this New Year's Monday. Happy 31st birthday to this radio station. Sports Radio 670, the score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670, the score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. No, you know, that's what, uh, you know, he was wanting to go back in there every single time. Certainly we discussed it as a staff every single, you know, uh, series in the in that, you know, into the third quarter, into the fourth quarter. And he was saying he wanted to go in and play. And that's the kind of gritty competitor he is. He wants to go out there and compete. He wants to go out there and do that for his football team and for his teammates. Of course he does. Every football player wants to, Matt Everflus. That was him talking about Justin Fields here on the Bernstein Home Show on a Horizon Therapeutic Bears Monday. Along with our producers, Brandon Fryer and Leo Stoddaher, we are digesting what we saw and what we heard. I think because of the inconsistencies in the application of the head injury rules or protocols, I'm at the point where if you have to go into the blue tent to be evaluated, you are automatically done for the day. That there is no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. It's my neck. I'm okay. I got it's my, my knee. I got my bell rung. I just have to shake out the cobwebs. This really, all we've done is elevate the game to a different level now. Mm-hmm. Where, where Jim McMahon will tell you, tape two aspirin to your helmet and go back in. That's what he and Jim and, and Brian Urlacher would tell you that you act like your knee is hurt, right, and not your head. And 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 Jim McMahon now, who is facing all kinds of cognitive deficits and issues, unfortunately, because of of repeated head trauma. But all we've done is make it. We've just made it more complicated. And all of the evidence is there. Whether it's everything that's happened with Tua. Or not understanding that sometimes the concussion symptoms arise the next day, Kyler Gordon, when he was checked twice. I think if you're checked. Both guys, right? Him and Brisker. Brisker. Same thing. I think if you have to be checked, you're done for the day. It's not worth risking second impact syndrome. It's not worth dying. What's interesting to me about all of this, Dan, is that we're, we're learning how deficient 
we are with this, where the NFL in seasons past were they didn't care about head trauma. They've they've come a ways over the last decade when it comes to some of this stuff now. But we've had these high profile moments in the NFL where we're just getting to the part of we have no idea what we're doing when it comes to this. When you have people acting dumb with Tua, oh, well, it was his back, and that's why he was interacting like that, when clearly his offensive linemen were concerned about that. And you see a player that continues to have issues with it, like you said about Gordon and Brisker, where they were guys that that play downhill and they didn't have any symptoms until the next day. Like you were worried enough about it to check them. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, they're not showing any symptoms. Send them back out there. I think you might be right. And I think that the counterbalance to that, I think what you have to do is offer for at least two, if not three more game day roster spots. Because if, if, if we are taking players out, like you don't want to end up, you don't want a team to be in a bad situation and force a player to play. That's what the NFL doesn't want either because that tells the truth about the number of head injuries that happen in a given game. Because the NFL will never allow what I'm saying. Because the whole the evaluation process is designed to let guys, to default to letting guys back in. They want guys to come back in. All of these little things, you know, they have the card. Can you identify this? Can you do this? Can you do this? When we know the truth is, if you've been hit in the head enough to be recognizably in need of an evaluation, you shouldn't go back in a football game. Right. But there, but, the, but this mechanism is designed to keep you because we'll have get, if if my policy is enacted, you could lose five six guys. You know, in a half. I so so part of it as I'm you know I'm spitballing this, but I want the emergency quarterback back in uniform. It used to be forty five plus one. I want that guy back in uniform, ready to go. Yep. Um, and and I think that you need to have at least two more players that are active on game day because of something like this, and you've got to figure out how you're going to do the math on it because who knows where where you're going to see it, but it's. All of it is very scary. And the stuff with Dante Pettis yesterday where Matt Eberflus is sitting there like, oh, yeah, you know, he he got hurt and we think he's all right, but he was having blurry vision Wait, and now he's at the hospital. Didn't have a concussion. This is where it just gets insane. This is insane. Didn't have a concussion, but had to be hospitalized due to blurred vision after a head impact. Come on. Come on. Like, that, doesn't that blow everything up? Vitamins. Right? That's, he's a White Sox player. Seriously. You have enough vitamins. Like, like this, you, I don't know how somebody can he, not hear himself saying these things and not understand how asinine it is. It, I heard Eberflus talking about it yesterday, and it sounded very coachy. And I'm like, like you have to understand what you sound like. Like, you, you, you sound like... And I know that he cares, but it sounds like you don't. Like, you don't care at all about how all of this is going. And I know that he does. It's it's a scary time that with all of the policies that the NFL has put in place, 
the violence and the speed of the game are the things that draw us into the game. Mm-hmm. It's part of the reason that we love it. But you've had so many of these moments this year where as the, the Russell Wilson stuff, like, when you look down and you go, hey, not only should that guy not play the rest of this game, he should. it should probably be automatic that he doesn't play the next game. And I'm not sure what you do if you're Tua. I would imagine that there are probably some hard conversations going on because it looks like we had second impact syndrome with him early in the season and Lee didn't know what to do about that. Then he gets a third concussion in a season and because he's so slight, he often gets ragdolled down and you're going to see him see the back of his head hit the turf more often. I I don't know what you do. So this was Matt Eberflus talking about the Dante Pettis situation. Pettis, just an update on him. You know, he was uh, it was a head injury initially, but he was cleared through percu- uh, uh, concussion protocol. But he was sent to the hospital precautionary. You know, so he's at the hospital right now. Just the, you know, had some blurred vision and all that, so he's uh, you know just sent there as a precautionary measure. So that's where he is from there. So so <laughs> symptoms of a concussion. It's a blurred vision and all that. So symptoms of a concussion. Uh, I have blurred vision and stuff. I don't know. It was so bad that they took him to the hospital. It's just precaution. He was cleared. Like, I want to know who cleared him and how that that doctor who apparently, whoever took the Hippocratic Oath and cleared him to then find out, well, this guy you cleared – He's in the hospital with blurred vision after a head injury. Yeah, I, I do. Like, what are you doing? I do think that it is sometimes difficult for doctors with this particular thing. That's the they thing that I'm finding. They on the side of caution. Correct. That, that's it. That's the conclusion. If you go into the blue tent to be evaluated, you are done for the day. You're going to take your helmet. That's it. We're going to take your pads. You can come sit over here with some sunglasses. And on. the players are always, are they're always going to say they're fine. Well, he said he was fine. He's a competitor. Yes. Yeah, I don't like that either. That's what they do. And then they don't remember doing it. They yeah. all do that. I'm, I'm fine. It's my shoulder. It's like, a, you know, it's just, ah, it's my neck. I, I got, a, I got a, a, a burner. You know? A, a, stinger. Stinger. Burner. That's what I got. Yeah, I'm fine. But I, I do think that the NFL has to look at this all the way down to roster allotment. Because they've, they've been embarrassed multiple times nationally with what their process is. And in some cases, it's been malpractice. In other cases, it's been, wow, well, we did all the things that are supposed to give us a better opportunity to know what's going on, and the guy ended up with blurred vision and in a hospital. And all that. Bleed blurred vision and all that, but he was cleared. And I'm, I, and I'm, I, not, I, huh? I'm not even sure. I mean, there, there's a part of it that also feels like with Eberflus that he's trying to mitigate his responsibility by being like, well, he was cleared. Right. But when, how do you feel as a coach when the player is cleared and then it's like, coach, uh, we might have to delay the bus. Why? Well, Dante's at the hospital. Why? He's got blurred vision. Oh. Why? Well, he got hit in the head. Earlier when he got hit in the head, yeah, he's showing some symptoms of having a concussion. Oh, okay. 
all right, we'll delay the bus ride until he gets fully checked out. Is he going to be able to fly home with us? Right. We don't know yet. Oh. Like, all of that stuff. If, if you're in that place, it's not a good thing. Anthony Heron is going to give us his thoughts on the Bears next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 